Hi, I'm Laura Mize from TeachMeToTalk.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Hampton. Hi, this is Chip Gerhardt, Chairman of the Board of the National Down Syndrome Society. This is Rachel Coleman from Signing Time, and you're listening to Down Syndrome Radio. 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 Good evening, families, and uh, welcome to Down Syndrome Radio, episode number 35. Uh, we got a great guest here for you tonight. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Jason um, Koski here, and uh, we have uh, um, uh, another great show planned for you. We want to apologize for being off the air for, uh, for a little bit there. How you doing, Jason? I am doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Looks like our guest just dropped off for a second there. Hopefully she pops right back on here. Uh, and, uh, so let's give a little update. We have not recorded since December. I know bad on us. And we don't have Rick tonight either. Uh, Rick is busy. We want to congratulate Rick on the birth of his, uh, third child, uh, young Brindley. Uh, we believe uh, that they're doing well. Uh, and, uh, how are things in your household, Jason? Uh, they're pretty good, pretty crazy, but, but doing well. We are back in our household. I don't, I don't think we were here the last time. No, you were in like temporary quarters. I don't know how you did that. Yeah. Yeah. So we are back and, um, enjoying the, the remodeling. Um, it's almost an old hat now. I always love, uh, your, your, your post. You guys always seem to be doing stuff that's outside. Yeah. We, we have a small house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll do it. Yeah, and three kids, so yeah, uh, we try to do outside stuff. So now we live in San Diego, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need to get out there, stuff. man. I totally need to get out there. You know, I travel a lot for business, but never really uh, that part of the country. Never anywhere good. <laughs> um, you know, things are good here. Uh, uh, so I was just going to point out the fact we all have three children now. How exciting is that? And that's even uh, yeah. like when we started this, we were we were what. Uh, uh, you know, Rick only had one when we started this, and I guess that is you, true. you had two, yeah. of course, and I had three. So I'm the old, I'm the old man of the group. Uh, yeah. I'm ready to introduce our uh, um, our guest, uh, uh, but uh, I'm afraid she dropped off. Marilyn, you there? I am. Oh, here. you are. But you're, okay, I heard the I heard the drop off, and now I've ruined the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have our special guest. Marilyn Tolbert from the uh, National Down Syndrome Congress here to tell us all about uh, their upcoming uh, conference um, that we're all excited about. Uh, Marilyn, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Jason. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me to come on. Well, t- tell us. Well, we always like to start by having you tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, and I had a little bio planned for you, but I got I got thrown off there. So apparently, we're we're not professionals. Uh, <laughs> so, so t- tell us about yourself and how you got into the kind of the Down syndrome community. Okay. Well, I can tell you that um, I I was introduced to the Down syndrome community um, officially when my niece was born thirty four years ago. Um, she, my sister was pregnant, and we did not. Um, know that she was going to have a child with Down syndrome um, and we were all there. She had a difficult pregnancy and, and she showed up. I mean the baby uh, had, she had to do an emergency C-section and basically when um, uh, the next day we thought she was beautiful of course and everything was perfect and she was rushed to the NICU and the next day when we went to see her um, the doctor said I have some bad news for you um, your baby, telling my sister, your baby has Down syndrome, and what you need to do is um, just go home and don't worry about her. We'll um, put her in an institution, a, uh, and uh, you don't have to, you know, and we'll take Marilyn care of everything. Hey, hang on a second, Marilyn. I, I, we don't because because those are always such what, poignant stories, and we we all have our own. But I think so. Rick, uh, Rick joined us. Rick, are you there? Oh, good. That's that's kind of what the background noise. I think Rick, are okay. you in a car or something like that? Hey guys. Hey Rick, how are you? Hey, I made it. Wonderful. You, <laughs> sorry, you, to, sorry you, to interrupt the show. Yeah, well, you know, you're you just you 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 like to make an entrance, man. You're you know you're like that. No, I'm just kidding. You. That, the, we're, so we're glad to have you, but can I just we'll, we'll catch up with you in a second? I want to because Mar- Marilyn was kind of just starting off. 
Yeah, sure. I was listening. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, yeah, Rick. Thanks. Uh, yeah, of course. So anyway, they told us just to, to, you know, not worry about her. And of course, our family was, we were in shock. We didn't really know what that all meant. And, uh, but we knew that we were going to take her home and, um, and that we were not going to do what the doctor said. They, you know, they gave us not, it's not really that much different sometimes now, even 34 years later. But at 34 years ago, it was very doom and gloom. That's what and I was going to so, ask when this was, so yeah. <laughs> we, uh, you know, and so we just said, okay, let's just, you know, let's, let's figure out what we need to do and let's do some research. And my sister got, my sister is amazing and she got her everything that there was to be offered. And uh, we're, we have a big family. So there's, she has four brother, uh, four sisters and a brother. And so we, you know, we just kind of rallied around and said, what do we need to do? And she is now 34 years old and she graduated from high school and she went to two years of college and she was included and she now has a job, um, um, as a teacher assistant at, um, at a at Kinder Frog School at TCU, and she, as she says, she loves her life. She's leaving next week to go to camp for a week. Um, you know, she's going on a cruise later in the summer. I mean, as we said, she's got she she's got a better social life than I do. Let me just say that. So, 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 what's her name? <laughs> her name is Jenny. Jenny. Okay, so. You have gone through all of the many phases that we want to talk about. In fact, we could spend the rest of the show talking about just this. But, you know, that, that moment of receiving the diagnosis, we, we all have that story. Sure. You know, about how the doctors do it. Sometimes they do well, but there's some, there's some stories out there, some awful jobs doctors have done breaking mm-hmm. the news. Oh, my God. I can only imagine 34 years ago. They just said, oh, that's okay. We'll just, we'll just sweep her under the rug. Is that yeah. basically what they Oh, God. Pretty much. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about her. There's institutions for children like her and, you know. And we were just like, wow. Oh, that's so awful. Yeah. Uh, but, whenever I think of like you, you in, in Virginia, you get a waiver and, and nobody really says it's a waiver of what? It's a waiver of a bed in an institution. Like, you know, yes, we, we used to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now she's gone through all the schooling and, and of course she's, she's reached the success that all parents want for all of their children is for them to, you know, be out and self-sufficient. Right, right. She's doing... She's, as she's saying, living her life, and she loves it. So, um, you know, she's very, uh, the only thing that she wants now is she wants to get married, and she has had, uh, I, I don't know how many promise rings she's got. We were laughing the other day. She has a, a whole collection because these boys all, you know, want to marry her, and then she decides, mm, no, probably not. <laughs> and so, um, so she's got a, a whole collection of promise rings. But she does want to get married at some point, and she does want her own apartment. My sister has not uh, acquiesced to that yet, but um, and not because she can't, just because I think it's really more my my uh, brother and brother-in-law and sister's hesitation rather than in, than Jenny's, because she's fully capable. She could do that. That's going to be you too, Rick. You're going to be bite. You're going to have to be fighting with all the boys. <laughs> That's right. He's know. not going to want Caleb to leave either, <laughs> <laughs> or no one to leave. Yeah, I can see that coming. Dude, that is that is totally coming for you. Okay, so so that is a is a is a is a great story, kind of, and and it shows how you kind of like all of us got involved. We all have somebody we love, and 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 we've all seen how putting in some in 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 some effort and, and inclusion and education and nurturing all kind of kind of totally help. But then you know you you let's talk about your 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 professional career, getting in and in, in involved and in, and in, in helping us. Okay, well, our, I our uh, friends. I actually was um, uh, uh, in business for a long time, for about 20 years, honestly. And uh, our, our um, company was bought out, and I took a corporate buyout and decided to go back to what I really wanted to do, was teach. Um, but I got caught up in the corporate world of making a lot of money and a, an expense account and all those great things that go along with that. Um, but just didn't feel like I was making a difference. And so I went back and got my... A master's degree in special education, and then I went back. Then I went back again and got my doctorate in educational leadership. And I I taught school. I taught kindergarten and first grade, and I was always the one that um, said, "Bring the kids that have special needs to me. I you know I want them." And they were fully included in my classroom and very successful. And um, then I went on to be a principal of a public school, and I was like, "Okay, I can do this," but honestly. Um, it was hard. It was very hard for me. It was a very big conflict because 
you know, trying to, to weigh the, what the district wanted you to do and what I felt was right was not, did not always uh, correlate. And so I left public education and went into um, the nonprofit world and worked for a, a, a science, fa- science foundation called River Legacy here in Dallas. And so I went there and worked and was uh, doing some work there. It was a great nat- They had a, a nature school for preschool kids, and then we did some elementary education as well. And then um, my alma mater, Texas Christian University, um, they had a they had opened a school about two years prior called Kinder Frogs, and it was a school. It was an early intervention program for kids with Down syndrome, eighteen months to six years of age. the The goal to provide them as much early intervention as possible, all their therapies, everything they would need, so that when they left Kinder Frogs, they would be fully included in public education. And um, so they called me and said, "You really should apply for this job." and Thirteen years ago, I did, and I've been there ever since. It's fabulous, and, uh, and you I'm said happy that's where Jenny works now, too, right? Yes, and that's where Jenny works, and I am happy to say that um, our kids leave, graduate there, and go on to kindergarten, um, public schools, and you know they're being fully included. And you know, as we as we get to third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. They have some pull out for, you know, some resource time for additional help with math or reading, but they are doing very, very well. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a partnership. It's the parents. It's the school. It's the child. They're all, everybody's working together. But um, that early intervention, as you know, the research is there. The early intervention is, is critical for their long-term success. So, um, anyway, it's a great job. The reason I put up, was put on this earth was... For that job, and I, I go to uh, all the, um, you know, IEP meetings with families and making sure that, um, you know, they're getting the services they need and uh, the kids are getting what they need and what they deserve, really. Fantastic. Sounds great. Well, you know, like I said, I missed my, 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 my intro of you because I got thrown off, but uh, Marilyn is the uh, uh, the president of the NDSC uh, Executive Committee. Is that right? And, uh, yes. So tell us how you got... Uh, um, involved with the National Down Syndrome Congress? Well, I had come to the conference for quite some time, been, you know, come to the convention, which is fabulous, which is being held in July, and that's what we're going to talk about quite a bit oh, tonight, yeah. I think. Yep. But um, it's being held in July, and um, um, it's a fabulous thing, but then there's then there's that thing, there's some kind of mouse that lives there as well in Orlando <laughs> uh, that um, will also draw some people. It's going to be a great attraction for there as well as, Harry Potter, so it's a great, great going to be a great event. But um, I came to the convention several times and, and really liked it. And um, Jenny came and she loved it. And so, um, and really, uh, honestly, the way I got involved in the board is a parent, one of the parents from Kinder Frogs, nominated me. I didn't even know it. Um, NDSC called me and said, "You really, we want you. You've been nominated." And um, after a lengthy uh, process of uh, interviews and different things. They asked me to be on the board, and I guess I've been on there for hmm, gosh, eight, seven or eight years now. Um, and of course, I love it because it's you know we're doing the work for families and um, you know looking at policy and um, especially on education and um, with the elementary and secondary act, the the old NCLB No Child Left Behind reauthorization that's you know that's an important piece that we're working on right now and ricky sabia is really championing that yes yes we had we had uh ricky on that was uh, fabulous one of our one of our previous episodes so um okay so that's kind of how we, how we got here so uh is there anything particular about the conference that you want to highlight like the, the pre-conference sessions or the, the actual sessions or well, I want to talk about it all. I mean, first okay. of all, if you've never, if someone's, have you, have you guys been, have you guys been, I know what Rick has. Uh, Mark and Jason, I, have y'all been yet? I, I, I went with my family in D.C. and then uh, okay. my wife Kim went to Orlando uh, without okay. us one time. So we went one time as a family and, and she's going to go this year as well. Okay, great, great. Yeah, well, I have not been yet. My wife, I think, went to Denver a couple of years okay. ago. But yeah, I have not been yet. Okay. But but some some of the representatives of your family have been here been there. Yes, so I've, I've been there and seen both Jason and Mark's wife. I think at them. 
Yes. Well, <laughs> but not a, them themselves. Not them themselves. Well, somebody has Maybe. to stay home every now no, and then. I didn't see. I didn't see you, Mark. Right, we, Mark. We met up at one of those. No, I don't believe we've ever met in person, buddy. I, I don't think I. We just, uh, you know. <laughs> I, Which one did we meet at? I don't remember now. I don't think we met. I don't think we met, buddy. We were both sitting in the room together, and your son had an iPad, or you had an iPad. I'm gonna. I'll figure it out by the time we're done okay. talking. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Don't dude. Think about it at midnight tonight, right? You know it, you know, and then we'll have to get back on again and talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, sorry, guys. That's okay. Well, <laughs> what the NDSC convention is, I mean, we we tout it as our family reunion, and it really is one of the largest um, one one of the largest conventions, you know, for people with Down syndrome. Well, it is the largest. Uh, convention for people with down syndrome and it really is a it is like a family reunion because people come back every year and you look forward to seeing those people and especially the self-advocates um you know jenny um that group i mean she she looks forward to it every single year because they you know they correspond through facebook and they uh, they now they facetime and tweet and do all those other things but they they really look forward to having that face-to-face time um and for families it's just a wonderful way for them to um hear hear the experts you know all the experts world-renowned experts um get to get the latest information know what's really going on in all aspects research um um education governmental policy inclusion, um, medical, everything. I mean, all the world-renowned experts are there, and they're going to give you the basic, the, the latest information, the latest and the greatest information. Um, and But more as importantly, I think, it's just the connections with other families and seeing that, you know, you're not the only family that has a, a child or a young adult with Down syndrome. And, you know, here's some people that have, have paved the way and, and you guys are paving the way, and and it's it's great to see those new families with new babies that aren't quite sure what this is all about. I mean, you know, I always talk about it. You know, we're a club. Welcome to the club. Um, so the convention is is all of that uh, combined into one. We have some great pre conferences. I mean, it's it's hard to believe um, that the hotel sold out in you know less than forty eight hours. Um, despite our best efforts, um, but there are some uh, hotels nearby that we've secured that uh, will be uh, close by for people. Um, but we have uh, plenary sessions with keynote speakers. The um, I'm sure you've seen it, but if you haven't, the whole cast of the A and E um, series "Born This Way." Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The whole cast is going to be there. They're going to do a Q and A. Wow. Um, they are so fun. I have <laughs> met um, four of the six, and they are just like they are on television. They are so fun, and um, they're very excited about coming, and I, I think that's going to be a great addition. Um, we have lots of sharing sessions for families. We have Kids Camp. We have the Youth and Adults Conference, conference which is really the heart and soul of the convention. That's the... Um, uh, convention piece for down syndrome children or adults with down syndrome really young adults they would say ages 15 and up we have a, a something for brothers and sisters um we have lots of social events of course dances and you know that's for sure oh, uh we also awesome. have yeah. um an adult sibling track and a co-occurring down syndrome and autism spectrum disorder track um and then of course we've got all these fabulous pre-conferences and I know that there's still um, some space available. I checked with Colleen earlier today. And there's still some space available in the pre-cons and in the general sessions. Um, people like Libby Kuman on speech and uh, Stacy Taylor on behaviors. Um, Hal Wright on special needs planning. And Dana Halley, I know you know her, uh, does a wonderful job. And she's going to talk about education and the learning program. Um, Don Meyer is going to do something on siblings, and uh, George Tilson is going to do um, an, a pre-con on work, and uh, then there's an autism and Down syndrome intersection pre-con. Uh, there's a, also a, a pre-con for a Spanish-speaking 
um, from a well-renowned uh, psychologist out of Spain. And we're very excited about having her here this year. Uh, last year, we had 17 countries represented. Um, we're expecting that and maybe and more probably. I mean, it, they're just coming. Every, people are coming from everywhere, and we are, we are so excited. And then the other thing for those people that are really interested in re- what's going on with research, um, there's a research and medical care roundtable that happens the day before in the afternoon um, of the convention. So it starts on July 21st. It's 1 to 5. It's st- it is there in the Marriott, and it's free with um, if you sign up for the NDSC registration. And, of course, you can come to that as well. And that's sponsored by Global Down Syndrome Foundation, and that's going to be um, great. Renowned scientists and medical professionals, they're going to talk about Down syndrome and cancer, Down syndrome and autoimmune disease, and Down syndrome and Alzheimer's. So um, that's a, an extra feature that we're, we're going to be able to have this, this year that we're very, very excited about. Uh, um, uh, I could talk forever, but well, I'll, I'll uh, hush uh, now. So you can well, I was going to jump in and, and uh, <laughs> give you a, a chance to breathe there, but uh, um, we went, and your statement about it feeling like uh, it's supposed to be like a big family reunion was exactly how it felt. I mean, I I didn't feel like I was a hundred like I was a new member of this family, but you could see the people who were old members of this family, and they you know they were like were like you know like family members get big hugs and oh I haven't seen you and I heard you did this and oh you're going to school now and people who had clearly known each other for years, uh you know meeting up and uh, and the and the and the kids and the adults uh, with Down syndrome were kind of all kind of on their own like they kind of it was, it was like they were on their turf, uh, oh, yes. completely at ease. And it was it was great to uh, to to experience. Uh, that was just the overall experience. But then the sessions, uh, I learned a lot. Uh, just share one story about uh, Dana Hale and the learning program. That that one was. This was DC. So this must have been I don't know maybe three years ago, maybe more. Uh, it was it was the most packed one. I remember sitting in the back on the floor because it was so packed in there, and you know taking that. Uh, uh, knowledge and ask her to be on this program, and then my wife has actually set up the learning program in Richmond. So you could almost say ah. that we actually have the learning program at the Down Syndrome Association of Greater Richmond, in part because we went to the conference. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. And that you know, and that that's what we hope. I mean, you know, there's uh, a lot, lots of organizations have um, instituted the da- learning program. Lots of them. <clears throat> um, our local here in Texas. Um, uh, began the dads program after after the conference in San Antonio. They went to a workshop on dads, and um, the next year they they started it, and they they've been very successful and and done very very well. Um, it's it's been a great it was a great thing. So you know that's that's what we hope for. We hope that it's it's providing lots of education, um, ways to to help um, families. Um, be stronger and and encourage their affiliates uh, with additional programming and um, but we're also a re- you know the convention is an important piece but we're we want people to know that we're there year round it's not you know people think of us as the convention uh, the convention people and we are I mean we that that's that's our um, you know that is our premier um, event but um, you know we have a staff in Atlanta that is there every day to answer questions, to provide resources for families and professionals, for self-advocates. We have a speakers bureau um, that if you're looking for a self-advocate that um, is looking to, that you would like to come and represent, come and talk to your families about having Down syndrome and what they're doing with their lives. I mean, we have, we have a whole speakers bureau that we can talk to you, tell you about. We have a governmental affairs um group that works very hard in DC and can answer questions about that. So, I mean, we, we are, as I said, the premier, our premier event is a convention, but we like people to remember that we're there 24 seven, uh, 365 and, um, available to help, uh, families and professionals, uh, in whatever way they need. We went through before the show and uh, just talked about the number of people that are uh, associated with NDSC that we have had on the program. And I have it open. Of course, there's yourself, uh, Dr. Kishore Velodi, uh, who was awesome to have on, uh, Dana Hale. Uh, we have more. 
Ricky Sabia, you said. Susan Goodman. Susan Goodman, yeah. Susan Goodman, Four, maybe five. So, yeah, yeah, this, you have a Talk Tools. Talk Tools, who are an awesome um, uh, exhibitor and also do workshops at our at our events as well. So right, that's Sarah Rosenfeld Jonathan, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah. Tools, yeah. No, super super organization. Uh you know, I definitely definitely love what you guys do. You know, that your your whole story about um kind of leading the way and what things were like 34 years ago when when you you know uh when your when your niece was born. Uh we definitely feel that way on this show. Like you were usually the young dads or at least the dads of younger of younger children and that you can feel that when you're at the conference that these are the people who kind of made things the way they are now and have and 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 a lot of the benefits that our kids enjoy came from these groups of people uh and it's nice to to interface with them. Well, thank you. And I I, I think it's exciting now because, you know, Yes, they were trailblazers, but now you guys are trailblazers because, you know, now our children are more accepted. They it, People are more aware. They're not being hidden away. Um, you know, they're in ads uh, for, you know, some of the, I mean, I just saw an ad for TJ Maxx and there was a young girl with Down syndrome. I mean, there's, you know, now there's a TV, there's a, a television, very popular television show that may win an Emmy. I mean, it's it's pretty exciting to see. So there's no telling what uh, the future holds for, you know, your children. Um, it's it, it's going to be very exciting to see when they're, you know, 25, 20, 30 more years, uh, what whatever thing, all the things that can be accomplished. And I was talking to Jenny the other day, and she said, you know, she wanted to get married, and she wanted to have her own house. And she said, and I really want to drive a car. And, you know, then, I mean, like the next day, I saw that Google, you know, was making this car that drives itself. And I was like, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, our our kids will be able to drive. I mean, they'll be able to get in a car, press a few buttons. And they will be able to drive. You, you know, I never uh, thought of that. It'll be like using an iPad, you know? Exactly, exactly. Oh, my Lord. I hadn't considered that. So, I mean, they're going to have all, you know, the technological breakthroughs that, that have happened over the last 10 years, even even five years. Um, I, I, it's going to be very exciting for our kids and our, and our young adults. Very exciting. And there's, you know, more post-secondary options for kids. Um, and, and those are just continuing to grow. Um, so there's, these are exciting times, but we can't, you know, we can't rest on our laurels. We have to keep working because, um, you know, there's still a lot of people out there that don't understand. And there's still, as you said, some doctors do a really good job, but there's still some that don't quite get it. (laughs) So. Oh, you know, we have more than some, I think. (laughs) Well, I was trying to be polite. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Marilyn, a lot of times people talk about the convention in the convention. Do you? Is that, do you ever hear that term said? The convention within the convention? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I hear about that. I hear that a lot. Um, and, and that's really, I think, about those connections and that, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about this. I mean, as I said, the, you know, there's all the, there's, there's the, all the pieces, all the parts of the, of the whole, you know, there's the brothers and sisters and there's, and we have DISMIC, which is a Down Syndrome Medical Interest Group. I mean, they have their own, um, meeting right at the, during our convention time. A lot of people aren't aware of that, but they, they do have, um, they do have that. Our professional advisory committee has a meeting. Our, foundation our uh, foundation board of trustees has a meeting um and then like you said all the as you were saying you can see some of those uh people that have been around for some of us that have been around for a while you know we we look for each other and in fact some of the gr- some groups this is their 44th this is the 44th year uh for the ndsc con- convention and you know some of those families have been coming 20 25 years and i mean you know they met there um, we've got, we've had several families that, uh, fam- several, um, young adults that have met there and have married or are getting ready to get married, um, a- as a result of the, uh, Down Syndrome Convention. And they have also, um, families met and, and began to travel. I mean, there's a couple of groups that just travel. I don't think they're traveling as much as they were, but they were traveling there for several years. They would, you know meet up for the convention and then after the convention was over they take another trip or they take a trip in the fall all together you know they 
they really planned around the, the camaraderie there is it, it's like nothing else um it's like nothing else well yeah awesome yeah. um i was going to jump in a few minutes ago but now i'm <laughs> Sorry. I don't have what it was before. Um, now, now, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, um, is there anything new for Orlando this year that's different from the past? I mean, the, the stuff is always amazing, of course, and the agenda is fantastic. But is there anything different this year that we can look forward to? Um, well, there are going to be, there's, um, you know, the Born This Way people, are. that's something that's new that's going to be exciting. Uh, the other thing that um, we have some new speakers, you know, we're always trying to look, we always bring our people that, you know, the, the tried and true, everybody knows, Libby Kuhlman and Dana Halley and all. But we also have some, some you know, some of those newer, um, maybe younger, uh, just on the cutting edge, looking at, you know, new research, looking at what's going on in the world of Down syndrome. And so there'll be, a, be several new speakers that, um, you know, have very great reputations and great vitas, but they just... Um, you know, we're just kind of introducing them to the to the groups. And then the other thing that um, I particularly am excited about is we'll be announced. Well, we're providing, if you know of educators that are, are looking some, for some professional development this summer, we have a new um, NDSC has just launched, and we're going to, you know, really talk about it um, at the convention. But we've just launched our Center for Educational Excellence. Um, and, and it's going to be a center. We're going to have webinars and we're going to have, um, you know, we, we're going to eventually be able to, to come and train people and, and, and do professional development for, you know, we would come to schools if we needed to, but we're going to have a, um, educator conference at, um, at the conference. It's like a pre-con and it's on the website. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's an, it's a, Full day, uh, 8 a.m. to 3.15, and they get CEU credits, which is important for professional development. And uh, Dr. Feely, Kathleen Feely is going to be there on behavior. Sean Smith from the University of Kansas is going to be there to talk about technology. And Sue Buckley um, is going to be there to talk about literacy and math. So it's a blockbuster um, education. If you're an educator person, it's like gurus for education is going to so that's a that's a new thing and then we'll be announcing um you know some more initiatives um at the conference as well so that's going to be exciting um so those are the you know those are the the big things and then we'll be talking of course about governmental affairs and um ricky's you know working very hard right now on the hill uh with essa and she's going to give an update on that um, as well as able and and where all those things are, you know, as I was saying um, prior to the call, um, you know, the feds, the feds make the um, make these great rules, but then they but then the states have their um, have their own independence, and so then sometimes they don't go quite the way, or or maybe they're better. Sometimes you just never know. I'm getting some feedback. I'm not sure if y'all are hearing me. Oh no! I, um, although I did have uh, somebody sneak into the back of my my room here. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask about, or, or what I wanted to try to bring out, was a, a way to get our listeners to understand the size of the of the conference. You know, so so I was there and I could picture the room that it was in, and it was huge. It was a little bit. Maybe not quite like a rock concert, but I mean, it was a it was a really big hall. You have some numbers we could throw people so they could yes, kind of get a scope yes. for this. About four thousand people. Holy about four thousand. Yeah, um, and that's the other thing people will say. Well, why don't you have it here? Or why don't you have it there? And we really, it's it's very um, not complicated, but it takes a lot of work to find a venue that can hold four thousand people. We like to stay under one roof when we can, just because we want everybody to be together, because that's part of it. That is the convention within the convention. I mean, to me, sometimes the more as important as the workshops is when there's a, you know, when there's a break and you're out and about and talking. I mean, I think that's how I first met you guys, Rick. You know, we just saw you and Kayla was walking. uh, In fact, I think Kayla was still in a stroller and you guys had her dressed up. Yep, you know, and she that's exactly so right. Cute. And she was so cute, and we just—I think and we just approached you and acted like crazy people, like everybody <laughs> does, and said, "Oh, look at your sweet baby!" About you know, and I mean, that's yeah. been ever seven years, I guess. You know, it's yeah, you're crazy. exactly right. 
Um, and so, I mean, I think that's, to me, that's as important as, uh, as the workshops. Um, the workshops and all that it is great, and it is important, and hopefully people are learning from them. But I think just making those connections and, and beginning to, you know, understanding that we are one big family. And, and you know, when, you, when, when you've got something going on and you need help, then you're going to reach out to, to, hopefully you're going to reach out to the NDSC and people you've met at the NDSC um, and other people that you met at the workshop or, you know, one of the experts at the workshop. And, and we're all going to help you figure out what, what to do, you know. Um, but it's mostly just about being with those people. And, um, I mean, it's so cool, been so cool to see uh, Kaylee grow up and how she, you know, she's just... You know, I mean, I, I feel like I know her, know her, because we've known her since she was itty-bitty, even though we only see her once a year. Um, but Facebook is a wonderful thing, because you can keep up with that, Instagram and all those kind of She's things. been on this program. Yeah. <laughs> She's... Right? So. And, she ab- and she absolutely loves you, and it's like she knows you just from... And she does know you, right? Because yeah. Because of the time we spent together, and you ha- you're together for four days i mean exactly. that's a lot of time so you get to exactly. you get to spend that kind of time with people right right and then you see them the next year and you look forward to that i mean it's just uh i mean that's another piece of that convention within the kitchen but there's about four thousand people uh approximately about seven we represented from 17 countries um i think we were last year 46 states so um and um six continents so we don't have Antarctica, <laughs> but uh, but six continents. So um, it's, it's it's pretty exciting. The diversity is is awesome there. Um, you know, we have a, a Spanish outreach as well as an African American outreach person now, which really um, has helped and and brought more diversity and and hopefully made people you know feel comfortable and um, you know we're 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 just we we're, we're you know we're trying to do. Everything we can to make sure that everybody understands that, that we we want them to be to feel welcomed and to um, know that um, you know we're here we're here for them and uh, not just the NDSC but everybody that attends that conference feels that way. They're just a, a, a great bunch of people. Um, everybody that attends is just um, I don't know. It seems like the the people that are in that club they're just they're just all great people. Mm-hmm. Feels, feels like family. It does. It's, it, it, so, it's really been a journey, I think, for me from, you know, the first conference we went, went to was in Boston a long time ago. Oh, right. Okay. And, um, you know, that was just me and Amy, and Caleb was only uh, a year old, so we went by ourselves just to get as much information as possible as a new parent. And I remember we slept maybe for 24 hours straight after that because it was just so much information and so much to take in and such a just just an extremely overwhelming and rich experience and you know and and we gradually went from that and also and also just the sheer value to eventually to bring your kid with you and get them in front of someone who is the leader in the field or world renowned you know to get that advice or get that sure uh, information right there was amazing and then you know you eventually get to the point of how we're talking about uh, you know, your your kid's older now, and they're starting to see the same families over and over again, and it is a family reunion, and you hit refreshers on the information that you need, uh, and then beyond that, you know, you, you benchmark with people and uh, hear about what's happening in other areas, and um, a lot of social events happen every night, and it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely well, fantastic. Absolutely. And when Kayla, once she starts, I mean, you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be coming forever, because once Kayla gets into that... Once she's 15 and can go to the self-advocates and, you know, we're going to blink and it's going to be there. Um, I mean, they just have such a great time and it's so important and they, you know, they can have, they can have leadership roles. I mean, they can run for the board. I mean, we have three self-advocates on the board and they are, I mean, they are amazing. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, all three of your, your guys will be on, uh, be on that board at some point if they want to be. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's a great way for them to participate, and they just love it. I mean, they just, like I said, it's, I mean, you know, Jenny Jenny gets to do a lot of things because we have a big family, and we do a lot of things, but that the the conference and her coming to that self-advocate conference 
is just her favorite thing of the year um, because she just, it, you know, she's with she's with her people and they're having fun and they're dancing and they're, you know, they have a fabulous talent show and they're learning skills and they can present workshops and, um, you know, it's it's just such a, I mean, it's just such a great life that, um, you know, doctors and and other people just have no idea they just have no idea and it's it's just it's it's great i mean i always tell families pop pop in even i mean y'all you guys if you're there you should just pop into the conference the self-advocate conference just for a few minutes i mean what a what a blast it is i mean it's it's the best part it's the it's the best kept secret in the in the whole conference (laughs) because they they are they're having a wee o time i can promise you You know i love i love that you just said that too marilyn because i think a lot of people feel like yeah i can't go in there because that's special for that area and you know you want to respect uh self-advocates to have their own convention but yeah they don't want you in there much but it's okay to peek your head (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I, I had kind of an off-topic question. It was a, a little more serious, but she, when, when you said she was with her people, uh, I was kind of wondering, you know, with my own son or whatever, at what age do you think he'll kind of more realize, you know, his people versus, you know, and, 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 and you know, have that kind of different identity, which I'm not trying to push in any way, shape, or form, you know, we're hoping for more alike than different. But when when do you think that realization occurs? You know, I'm going to tell you this is going to be a funny Probably story, kids, and and, you know. and I hope you'll take it in the in the in the way because this is exactly how it happened. I'm going to tell you the exact truth. Jenny, um, you know, Jenny has Down syndrome. We knew she had Down syndrome, and and what I meant by her, her people is that she was with people that you know that accept her for who she oh, is. Oh, I know. I took you out of context. You know, they were they were her friends, right? They were her friends. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, they were her friends, and so, um, but. But when she was 22 years old, we're riding in the car one day, and she had been working at Kinder Frogs for a couple of years. She had volunteered. She'd done it as her transition, you know, from transition from high school. Right. Um, and she was, you know, doing that as a vocational job because she that's really what she wanted to be was a, a teacher, a teacher assistant. And so, you know, that's we were able to make that happen, and that happened actually before I even came to work there. And so... Um, well, no, I guess, yeah. So anyway, she'd been there about two years. And so she rides to work with me. And sometimes she rides home with me because she lives nearby. And so one evening we were driving home, and she, she'd been at, been at Kinder Frogs two or three years. I can't really remember exactly how long that's been. We're driving along, and she says, Mimi, which is what she calls me, Mimi, do I have Down syndrome? And I will tell you that it kind of took my breath for a second. And I thought, oh, wow. And I was like, well, Jenny, yes, yes, you do. Um, But I said, but that doesn't matter because that's just who you are. Jenny, you're just Jenny. And we'd all, you know, we, as we talked about that later, it was like, okay, I guess we'd never use those words. You know, when Jenny would say, why am I having trouble reading or why, you know, we would say, well, Jenny, you're just, you know, that's just who you are. Your brain works differently. You're just, everybody is different. You know, everybody has things that are easy. Everything, everybody has things that are hard. Never really brought up the word Down syndrome. And I don't think, none of us did it that on purpose. It just kind of, it was just what happened. And so anyway, I said, you know, so I said, you know, that's what that means. It just means that, you know, that's, that's part of what happened. That's why you're, when it's harder for you to read and it's harder for you to keep up with your money um, but you know, you're a much better dancer than I am. And, you know, you're more like me than you're different. And, you know, I did that whole, I did the whole spiel trying to, you know, I was trying to make her feel better and she really didn't care. She just wanted to know, do I have it? <laughs> and so then I said, but let me ask you. So she's like, Oh, okay. Okay. And I said, but let me ask you something. Why do you ask? Who told you you have? And she said, I said, why do you ask? She said, well, and there was a young lady because we uh, employ adults with disabilities at our at our school. We have four of them, and so and they are fabulous. Let me just say, I mean, anybody that I, I don't understand why we can't get employment for our for our kids because they're the best employees I have. I'm just saying. I'll just put that plug in. They never <laughs> call in sick. They always come to work. They never complain. They're always happy with their job, no matter what you ask them to do. 
Uh, I don't have another employee that does all that. But anyway, um, and so I said, why do you ask? And she said, well, and this young lady, she, said, she called her lady by, young lady by name, and she said, well, she told me that I have Down syndrome, and she doesn't. And I said, well, that's true. And she said, but let me tell you something, Mimi. She's got something. <laughs> and so I said, Jenny. And I was like, and I laughed, and I said, you're right, Jenny. We all have something, yeah, you know, and I, and I thought, and I've really tried to stay grounded with that because we all have something, you know, we all have something going on. I mean, you know, some of us, um, you know, need to wear glasses. Some of us, you know, need to lose weight. Some of us, you, I mean, you know, we all have something. And so, um, and, and it's you were, never, you were two for kid. two on me, Marilyn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it was just so, and she was just so matter of fact about it. It wasn't like she cared. It was just. Um, that's a cool story. That's that's a kind a of exactly where I was headed. Yeah. But I do know that other families. There are you know some families that that their kids, you know, want to you know want to uh, want to know, and and they and like I said, it just never came up with us um, until she was 22. But and now she'll say, "Well, I have Down syndrome," but. You know, like I said, she's just, she's Jenny, Jenny's Jenny, and um, I'm Marilyn, and, you know, you're Rick, and this is who we are, and this is what we do. And um, so, I mean, I think every family's, I think every family's different. Jenny really struggled with more, it wasn't about Down Center, it was more about I want to be able to read better, I want to be able to do math better. She was very hard on herself sometimes because she, as she got older and really, you know, hung out with people that didn't have Down syndrome, she could see that they could read better or they could, and she would say, how come I can't, you know? And, right. uh, and right. she would get frustrated. And so, uh, we would just have to talk to her about, you know, well, that's just how your brain is and you're just going to do the best you can and you're going to continue to do well. And, um, um, but she, you know, she can read very well. She writes very well. Um, math is harder for her, but she can do math. It's just, harder for but you know i can't say much about it because math isn't math isn't my forte either honestly um so all right well um uh, that's awesome that is awesome that's kind of just just where i was headed so uh i did but i didn't want to i didn't want to cut off any discussion we had on the on the conference coming up uh was there anything more that we wanted to cover on that or um i have one, one more question okay okay um, for those of us who can't make it, I know in the past uh, there have been recorded sessions online available. So I assume that that that, that will be the case again this year. Absolutely, true? absolutely, okay. yes. Recorded sessions. We always record all the sessions. That's very important because we know that everybody can't make it, and um, you know we want to we want to offer those resources to people. Um, even when they can't come, we hope you can, can. People can come, but when they can't, we offer those as well. So yes, that's 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 an automatic. That's a given. We do that every year, so that will continue. And um, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, and I know the board, you know, we're very committed to having that. Um, and lots of people use them. In fact, we give a recorded session now to to everyone. Um, so even uh, people that are there, they can have access to them after they get home. Because as Rick, I think it was Rick was saying, sometimes it's overwhelming at first, you know, especially when you're new and you're like, you're taking it all in and there's all this information and it's almost information overload. And mm -hmm. so those, those sessions are there for you because you're, you're wanting to know and you're wanting to understand. But as, and, as and he some, said, some he of the tracks are in parallel. So you might yeah, have two at the same time you want to see, or you, you might, you might meet right. somebody that says, oh, you missed it. They, you know, they, right. they covered this and. Yeah. Awesome. So I have a question. Uh, this one's kind of like for Rick, I guess, but maybe Marilyn can chime in too. I, I know Rick has, has met privately with some of the like PTs and speech therapists and all that stuff. And so how do you go about setting that up? You contact them um, privately and try to, or do they, do they have like open times available where they meet with people um, while you're there? Yeah. So, so, well, you have to, you have to, when you, when you go into a conference like this, you have to have a game plan, right? Because there's so many things. So what are the, yeah. what do I want to focus on and what do I want to learn the most about or what's, what's my area of need? 
And um, there are, you know, there are specific people that you want to go see, like, you know, Libby Kuhn or uh, Patricia Winders or Sue Buckley or uh, for whatever area of focus that you're looking for. And, you know, a lot of times you you can see when they present throughout the conference and you make sure you're there and you get there early if you want to get a good seat and be in front to see them and you hang around late if you want them to take a look at your kid. So like, for example, we would, uh, the story with us would be with Patricia Wenders. We were like, Hey, we want to, you know, can you take a look at Kayla's, uh, the way she walks and her gait, you know, and tell us what you think. And, you know, to get that feedback or to get an idea on, you know, Hey, we're seeing this from our kid and our, our PT at home is saying this, you know, we don't, we want to get your ideas or what can we do? And, or expand on something you may have said during your presentation. Um, that is huge, and you're never going to get a chance to get that otherwise when all those people are in one place there. So, and if you, and if you can't have your kid there, I mean, I've, we also, you know, did video of Kayla and said, hey, can you take a look at this video real quick? Here's oh, that's her talking. that's a great idea. Here's yeah. her eating. Here's her walking. You know, and just take a look at this real quick and just tell me what you think, you know, and if I should... Uh, what I should work on based on that. And that, that usually works awesome. And it, it's, it's huge. That's great. Well, yeah. yeah. And I was going to say the therapy, like I said, all the speakers, everyone that comes there, I mean, they do it. I mean, you know, we, you know, because we try to keep things as, as inexpensive as possible for families, because we know it's a huge sacrifice for families to make, you know, our speakers, you know, they, they volunteer their time. They love our community and love our conference and love our families. And they're there. I mean, you know, a lot of them will do hands-on. Like Libby Kuhlman, I mean, she pretty much, you know, walks around and says, okay, let's talk about, let's, let's talk about this child and, you know, what, what are you having? So, because we're, they can learn from each other. You know, she'll, she'll demonstrate and, and, you know, of course ask permission and you don't have to participate that way. But then as Rick said, then either before the session or after the session, and I mean, I've I've seen I've seen all of them sitting with a family at you know later in the day or at dinner. I mean, you know, it it uh, they're very free with their time because they oh, yeah. want we've, you know they want our families to succeed. They want our kids to succeed. We've noticed this whenever we ask for guests like like yourself <laughs> that uh, mm-hmm. you know we have an awesome community and everybody's always willing to to give of their time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Yes. All right. Well, is there anything uh, um, uh, non-convention related that you want to cover that's going on? I like, like, like you said, you know, you guys are uh, big about the conference, but uh, more, you know, there's more than that. Well, uh, as I said, like, uh, be looking for information about the Center for Educational Excellence. We're really excited about that, oh, that's right. and that's going to give um, um, hopefully families ways to to connect their educators, uh, people that are working with their children at school. Um, because that's educators do the best they can, but sometimes they need they just don't have the training they need. So that's that's going to be huge, and um, we're very very excited about that. Um, the other thing is politi- the political advocate advocacy. If if you are not on the governmental affairs uh, news brief e brief, we do an e brief that comes out um, at least once a month. But usually, whenever something's needed, we'll we'll send something out as well. And um, you know, there's some important legislation. You know, coming down. I mean, the e, like I said, the the big one right now is ESSA, which is the uh, Elementary and Secondary Act, uh, formerly known as No Child Left Behind. And um, um, Ricky Sabia and our people in Washington are really, um, you know, really working on that because there are, have been some positive changes in the in in really because of Ricky Sabia. Um, there's been some, and, and other advocacy organizations, they've, they've added some protections um, that in that bill in January last year. But even with the positive changes that they've talked about, we're still concerned about those that level of discretion that ESSA gives to states and yeah. determining how districts and schools will be held accountable. Um, and we really are going to need state strong advocacy at the state levels um, to make sure that those new state accountability systems that will be in, gosh, let's see, I think effect 1718 will include the performance of students with disabilities um, and require action if they're not meeting standards. 
um, we're really, in, Ricky and our colleagues are really working together to get some tips for state advocacy. So I'm hoping that she'll have that ready. In fact, I'm sure she will have that ready. And if, um, and if you'd like to hear a little bit from her, you can listen to DSR episode 31, a little internal plug there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's great. That's great. Uh, yeah. She was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, she's great. I mean, she is, she is, she knows education and she's very well connected um, in Washington, very well respected. And uh, we are thrilled that she is uh, on our team. And then, of course, um, Susan Goodman works within lots of areas in Washington, but um, she's really working with employment and um, housing and all those things that um, our kids are going to, that the, the, our young adults already need and our, you know, your children are going to gonna need um, in the future. So um, if you're not on that e-brief for governmental affairs, you can just go onto the website ndsccenter.org and um, sign up for all those things, and and that way you'll get the you'll get the e-briefs. You'll get if there's a legislative alert, call your senator now or call your representatives now. Um, I don't know if you guys are on that, but those are important. I mean, honestly, you know, um, those they listen to the they listen to their constituents, so it's important for us to all be involved. All right. Well, uh, you plugged the website, ndsccenter.org. Uh, I also found uh, Kinder Frogs, which I guess is Kinder Frogs, plural, dot yes. tcu.edu. Yes, uh, kinderfrogs.tcu.edu. Which uh, looked uh, very awesome, very purple. Very purple. Very purple. Um, <laughs> anything else you'd like to, you'd like to plug? Um, no, I just hope people will come out to the convention, and if they can't... Um, you know, maybe they can pl- they start planning for next year. Um, I think it's already been out on the web that uh, we're going to Sacramento. So um, it goes that, without saying that next that, uh, that you'll be there, right? Of course, I'll be there in Sacramento. <laughs> I just don't want anybody so. to doubt. Uh, <laughs> all right. What did you guys Sacramento? Did- huh? Yeah, sounds, sounds doable. Yeah, that's yeah. That would be your first one. That would be awesome. Is that July? Is it? Is it? July? It will be. A, yeah. It, yes. It's usually in July. Yeah, it's usually okay. in July. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Cool. Great. Yeah. And again, it's based on, sometimes we've had, you know, when we had it in Phoenix, we had it in late June, because again, it's based on availability of the hotel. Sure. I mean, you know, so, um, and, and, and meeting space and all, you know, all those factors that, that, that you tr- when you're trying to uh, meet the needs of 4,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. All right, uh, guys. Did you want to do our kind of special moments? I know we haven't been uh, we haven't had an episode in a couple of months. So, uh, anything uh, going on with your kids you want to share? Any funny stories? I don't know if I have a funny story. It looks like Rick is not here, so I'll. I'll oh well, I don't see his picture up anymore. Um, I'll try to. I'll try to add him. I can go first if you because <laughs> I already thought of mine. I can go first if you want. If you want me to. Yeah, I, well, I, I have um, I have a couple of good things, I think. Okay. Oh, there's Rick. Oh, oh I'm um, trying to add him. We'll see if he oh, answers. Oh, you're trying to add him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so Dexter got his tonsils out, um, I think, at the end of March. So he had been, you know, he was not super happy for a couple weeks, maybe two weeks after that. Um, but... He stayed in the hospital for a couple extra days because he his uh, saturated oxygen level was low. Uh, it would go down low when he was at rest and kind of sleeping. Wow. Um, so then he came home, you know, and he had to be, he had to put an oxygen, he had to wear an oxygen mask like at night. Um, and so it was, you know, he didn't like it. We were afraid he was going to wrap the tube around his neck oh, and all that poor stuff. Guy. So it, was, it was kind of, you know, it was upsetting everyone. Much. Sure. <laughs> uh, but so, like, just I think um, last weekend, maybe, um, we, and he didn't like to wear the little measurement thing on his finger. So finally, you know, one day we uh, put it on and, and he slept all night and the alarm didn't go off and it was, he was like well above normal level for the whole night. So he doesn't have to wear it anymore. So it's been a fantastic, uh, fantastic. Sweet, he graduated. News for for everyone involved who can now um, sleep in their own beds and do all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. mm. 
yeah, sleep full nights without having medical equipment all around oh man yeah. uh yeah uh i don't en- i don't envy you that i don't envy uh-uh. him i know how much no, they, great, i know how much they wrestle around while they sleep been, i think it's was good overall i think that the, that the having the conference removed will you know, be a definite benefit um, well i hope you're through that buddy i hope that doesn't yeah, come back up it. again you know the uh my other funny story is um Bohemian Rhapsody is now Dexter's favorite song, and uh, he knows all the words, and he especially likes the rocking out part, and it's just like Wayne's World, basically, in the car when it's on. <laughs> That's my favorite part, I have, too. I have to get it on, on video at some point and, and post it somewhere, but it's it's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh um well you know my story i was i was telling uh, uh Marilyn before was uh, just just earlier tonight uh it was about music too that um uh luke was in the shower and kim had set up the little portable bluetooth speaker up there so she had music playing in there and he had the um the uh, shaving cream out so he was painting all over the you know the walls of the shower you could barely see him in there it's like little skinny naked guy moving around really fast hoping hoping he wasn't going to slip and fall down dancing <laughs> to the music it was hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you know that's uh they love music uh well all my kids love music and uh you know and and, and that's a cool song that's so luke is first grade is that right luke is in first grade yeah first it's almost grade. over already crazy. yeah Dexter yeah, will be in kindergarten next year so we're going through that stuff now and you're happy Great. with his with his setup there we're pretty happy yeah he um we have he he got into the public school that we want him to. We have an we have the IEP in a couple weeks, so we're we still have to do that. But um, but he got into the to the choice school that that we wanted him to get in. That's and awesome. He's, he's like number ten or something on this waiting list for the one charter school that we really would like to. So you know if, if that seems reasonable that that could could play out too. So we might have a couple. A good, difficult choice to make. So, that's good, though. We're that happy. is good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Looking up, man. Love it. So, of course, Rick, we would have to hear about the new baby, but uh, he's gone. <laughs> so, we'll have, to, we'll have to owe us that story. I want to hear all about it. Um, all right, Marilyn, you got anything you want to you share? Um, oh, my goodness. I wasn't thinking about sharing anything, so... I could probably think of a million stories about kids from Kinder Frogs. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I I, I better uh, in case a parent listens, I better not say. Anything. Oh yeah, <laughs> you probably don't want to do that either. I looked that up. I was looking for pictures of Jenny just to see if there was one on the site, and uh, and I was going to say, oh, I found her name, and it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't say what her name is. <laughs> you didn't say it, and I wouldn't say it if you didn't say it. Uh, probably no big deal. But so so we'll stick with your story about her her uh, yeah. your question or whatever, which I Everybody's thought was a good story something. as well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to cover before we kind of go into our outro? I don't think so. I mean, uh, we are so. just about right at an hour, which is amazing is awesome. for us, huh? Thanks for the opportunity. It was awesome. I hope I hope to see both of you soon. Oh, meet thank you so you. much for your time. Yeah, thank you very much. That was great. You'll meet my you'll meet my wife in person. She's the the Wonderful. face of our family. <laughs> I guess I'm yes. the voice of our family. She must be the face. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Marilyn, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, you know, NDSC is a fabulous organization. Definitely one of the the pillars of of, of our community, and has done so much for for our kids. Uh, thank you listeners for spending an hour with us. If you, uh, uh, obviously you already know how to reach us, but, uh, we are at downsyndromeradio.com, uh, also downrightawesome.com as well. Uh, on Facebook, we're Down Syndrome Radio. Rick always does that part, but I'm pretty sure yeah, that's what Facebook, that is. Yeah, Down Syndrome Radio. Um, and if you, if you type I in. I know there's a Twitter too. I think it's DS Radio. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And then if you're in, uh, um, iTunes or, or any, um, uh, you know, then you sort on podcasts and you type down syndrome, you know, we're going to show up for sure, uh, pretty much every time. So we love, uh, we love at, five star. It. It's at DSR podcast at DSR podcast. Yeah. Uh, and we would love a five star review if you're on uh, iTunes. That'd be awesome. Alrighty. Well, like I said, thanks for spending an hour with you. I'm going to try to close with a special song. Let's see if I pull this off. Cause I was too cheap to buy it, but I'll play the sample. <laughs> 
Oh, it's not man. the right part. The, the sample's not going to be the right part, I'm sure. But I'll probably only play a few seconds of it. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Rick, wherever you are. Not a very happy song to end the great <laughs> <laughs> I want the rocking part. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wow. Well, there is that part where, the, you know, like, I know what Rick's, or I know what uh, Jason's talking about. Well, here, I'll move it yeah. forward. No, they're not going to get there. This little sample's not long enough. No. Anyway, I'm sure 95% of our listeners know the part where the, you know, the guitar kicks in and it gets all crazy. All right, folks, have a great night. <laughs>